I'm John. And I'm Jason. And this is Digital Divination on the No Direction Network. All right, we're back for episode 91 of mm-hmm. Digital Divination. You know, that's that's nine episodes from 100. It sure is. <laughs> if you add the two numbers together, you get 10, and that's a factor of 100. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's very close. Right. Um, that was kind of always my goal with uh, each set of podcasts was get to 100. So I don't know what's going to happen after that. Just saying. Well, we'll we'll be syndicated, right? That's how it works. Uh, yes, yes. So there's okay. some residuals and great. You know, uh, <laughs> I can't wait to get those sweet, sweet uh, resig. Yeah. Oh man, wouldn't that be nice? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Passive income. Yeah. Passive income. We need a we need a union, I guess. We need a big <laughs> yes. uh, podcasters union. <laughs> yes. 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 It, you know, actually, you know, hearing about um, SAG is been negotiating with individual um, networks yeah. and having some success. That's so good. I think that's good. And uh, so the smaller networks have been kind of coming to the table and getting the thing started up. I know AMC starting up a couple new shows and, yeah. and then the larger companies like Netflix and Hulu are still like, well, you no, know, no. not yet. And so it's like, ah. um, I actually just wa- finished watching the first season of a very good show on AMC called dark winds. Oh, um and it's pretty great it's got like mostly a native cast and mm-hmm. it has you know it's about that it takes place in the 70s and it's a little bit like a little bit like fargo a little bit like true De- yeah. like the first season of true detective because it's like oh is it there's supernatural stuff happening you're not really sure you know but yeah. it's but it's and then there's a there's a you know a, a pretty i won't call it a mystery but there's a, it's a thriller aspect to it and it's yeah. really good and there's yeah. a second season coming out soon or it's already started and i haven't yeah. watched it yet See? there's a plug already for one of the networks there you go amc <laughs> And yeah, and some of the other film studios, like I think A twenty four also has made a mm. deal with the with some of the actors or writers and the smaller film stuff. So yeah, yeah. that's good. So there will yeah. be entertainment in the future. Yes, yes. And until then, we will entertain as best Indeed. we can. Indeed. <laughs> so uh, you know, uh, we're recording here on Memorial. Uh, I'm sorry, Labor Day weekend. Labor Day. Mm-hmm. The Labor Day of Labor Day weekend. And I don't know about your area, but it's kind of cloudy and dreary here. Yeah. And it rained a whole yeah. bunch yesterday. It rained on us too. Yeah. yeah. I was out for my walk this morning and I got rained on a little bit. Yeah. So I think summer might officially be over, unfortunately. Uh, here's fingers crossed <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it just kind of like it, we had two great weekends in a row. And actually, um, it was really good here on uh, yesterday and Friday. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. You know, like really warm and sunny and no wind. And then mm-hmm. now it's not as nice. So yeah. I don't know. Go figure. Uh, and in case you can't tell, I'm not at home. I'm at Camino. There's no books behind me or Mandalorian or anything. So you do have a boat okay. behind you. I don't know if you're going to be able to see yes. that, but there's a boat back there. Yeah. Uh, it might. Yeah. It's just at the top. And there's a couple of lighthouses. It, we have a mm-hmm. nautical theme here in <laughs> our, uh, this is my dining room uh, up at Camino. So dining room, kitchen, living rooms, all one big room so but 
Anyway, um, we missed you last week. I know you had a lot going on, and Ron yeah. and I continued our discussion of Starfinder 2.0. I watched it. It was so, it was very good. Yeah, very good. so we we've, we've been talking a lot about that, but I was thinking that Starfinder 2.0 is two years out, at least. Yeah. Yeah, at least. No, no. I'm hoping Gen Con two years. Well, then, you know, <laughs> something might happen. You don't know. Oh, right? like, like a pandemic or something. Yeah, who knows? Another pandemic could happen. happen. Yeah, let's hope, hope not. And then, even the full play test doesn't start till next summer ish, right. sometime. So I thought we would talk about why people should play Starfinder now, still, rather yeah. than I see a lot of people asking online, saying, "Hey." I'm interested in Starfinder, but I see this 2.0 is coming out. Should I wait? Now I'm thinking, no, you should not. You and I thought we could talk started. about talk about reasons why for that. Yeah, I mean, we could start with like the 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 simple thing is that you want a game that's like Starfinder. Why wait a whole year to yeah. start playing it? Right? Like, go out there and grab the stuff because if you and if you just want to try out and see if you like the setting and some of the some not necessarily the mechanics, but like some of the flavor of the mechanics, how they sort of play out, the magic mixed with the science. Um, Go ahead and start looking at all the rules on Archives of Nethys because it's free, and mm -hmm. why not? You've you've wasted none of your money and only a little bit of your time. And there's a lot of groups out there, you know. So I think yeah. it's great you can access all the archives of Nethys for everything for Starfinder, but also if you go out on Warhorn, for example, Warhorn.net, you can find in-person or online groups all over the country, all over the world. Quite frankly, time zones, mm -hmm. different days and stuff, and a lot of them are. are pretty friendly for newbies coming in, you know, a lot of low level mm -hmm. scenarios. That's one of the nice things about Starfinder, even though it's been out here now six years that they're still constantly bringing out first level adventures, yeah. you know, three to six level adventures in addition to higher level stuff. So there's always things for new players to do coming in. Are, are they calling them bounties uh, yes. as well? The short stuff. Okay. They're also calling them about it. Yes. Yeah. There's a couple yes. of those. I mean, yeah, I got to write the very first Starfinder. You got to write the very first one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, so I guess reason number one is that it's easy. Yes. It's easy to do. Um, yeah, you say find that rules, find the groups. You can just give it a try. Yeah. I think reason number two, and this is something that I feel a lot of that I missed with another game that I'll mention shortly, hmm. is that Starfinder is going to be built upon. A lot of the lore, Starfinder 2nd Edition, a lot of the lore of Starfinder 1st Edition. Mm -hmm. And if you wait two years to get in, you will then have to assimilate a lot of stuff that current Starfinder players will just have a second knowledge. And uh, this is something that I feel I miss because I'm playing Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Mm -hmm. I only played a tiny bit of Pathfinder 1st Edition. So when people are talking about all this stuff just offhand, it's like, um, yeah, I don't know that. I got to go figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's in, and, and playing it now, and I don't know if they're going to do this, but maybe they will in society stuff. But like playing now, you might even get to participate in some of the things that are changing. Because like, the very last Pathfinder First Edition Adventure Path was about uh, the Whispering Tyrant, Tarbafon, sort of breaking out and, and and messing things up a bunch. And then, you know, he's a bigger, prom, more prominent threat in second edition because of that stuff that happened in first edition. Um, so, you know, going out there and trying these adventures and, and just sort of, yeah, like you said, getting 
the basics of the lore and then also like getting to know like this is what it was before and this is what it's going to be when oh, it right. changes because things right. are going to change right um right. i don't know if they've talked about it but they've definitely hinted at uh i can never remember what i what what, what partition <laughs> yes. i have to keep the, yeah. all the rights out of yeah but i know they i know they've talked a little bit about like things changing in the uh in right the canon. and and it makes sense so when you made an addition change it's it's why not change up the canon a little bit you know like pathfinder did it with a bunch of stuff they made a whole new nation with new thassalon they basically uh you know did the tarbafon stuff they did the uh the ravonel secession from cheliax right all that stuff um and and Set it so in the seeds for even more that are that are moving the sort of story of the of the world forward. And Starfinder has a giant story uh, with its massive infinite galaxy of things. It can move all sorts of other things forward. Oh, I think I think I know one thing that they hinted at. No, I can't. I can't be sure now. <laughs> but you'll notice yeah. that one of the one of the sort of uh, sketches of the iconic Salarian is a, uh, a a Patra, which is a sort of non. Uh, packed worlds uh, species essentially right. it's actually a, a more of a uh, viscarium species right and whether or not like that's going to make a big thing i know i know we had you know you know you've got obazaya who's also a vesk but obazaya is kind of not has never been part of like the viscarium she right. is doing her own thing because right. she's an adventure right and i don't know if the potter's thing going to be sort of like digging into that stuff as well so there's there's definitely hints at stuff that might change in the future yeah and i, and I think that's nice when you're playing a game and you, something happens and you realize it's a callback to something mm -hmm. before, you know, yeah. so like um, I, I just watched the, the flash uh, movie on the recent one on. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. On max. Or whatever. I know. I, I told my <laughs> wife, it's not going to be very good, but I kind of want to see it anyway. Um, yeah. But the, the one thing I liked about it, I'll say is lots of callbacks mm -hmm. to previous dc movies and things right yeah i heard about that yeah yeah and so that's that's kind of a neat thing and so when you see a show that kind of brings back a character or a storyline or a part to something mm -hmm. in the future and maybe explains what happened in the interim even that's yeah. like wow that's really cool and so if you're playing second starfinder second edition I'm sure all that's going to be standalone. You can just build from there. Sure, yeah. But if you know what was happening before and what changed and you mm -hmm. get that explanation, then that seems like an even cooler part. It's just you you get more invested in the in the, in yeah. the world, right, a little bit because you've, you've grown with it a little bit. So getting on this next two years of just learning a little bit about the lore and, and then just all deciding, you know, because like with Pathfinder, Starfinder, you know, these are – you don't have to engage with the lore at all if you want to take the game – is right. core and just sort of make your own uh, story out of it or you know not necessarily set it on galarian or or in the mm -hmm. you know the pack worlds or whatever and and go out and, and do your own thing but it's always nice to have this so you understand when you see you know why people are talking about oh one thing i know they did talk about so i can talk about this um the the iconic mystic has changed to be the yes. current iconic mystic's uh, son and that mm -hmm. uh, that he mm -hmm. is wor a worshiper of a new god now what's mm -hmm. going on there because it's a name that is familiar to people who know Pathfinder and Starfinder, but it's a little bit different. Um, and so why not get in here and, and, and sort of like learn the backstory so that when people are talking about, oh my God, Zan, Shal Zan Shalin, the god, mm -hmm. what, who is that? What's that mean? Um, right. And uh, uh, you'll be able to engage in that conversation better. And it helps you come sort of like, you know, part of the community. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So I, what's that? Is that three things already? I don't know if that's three. That's it. was like two and a half, three things. Two and a yeah. half, three. Yeah. So uh, just and I'm just kind of thinking these off the top of my head, right? As a mm-hmm. player who's been playing a lot of Starfinder, knowing that second edition's coming out, what are some things that I'm kind of glad I'm doing now or glad mm-hmm. I started with? Uh, another one will be Starfinder accessories, um, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm playing and using some. Things like maps uh, and pawns, those are things that will still be useful mm-hmm. even with a change of rule set. And we saw that with Pathfinder going mm-hmm. from first edition to second edition, that a lot of the classic maps that they call them now from first edition are still used in adventures, especially in organized play. Sure. And they're actually having to reprint them as kind of a new printings because mm-hmm. they're so popular. And so if you... We're playing now because it was fun, right? You're playing now and you collected these things. It's not like those things are going to waste. Sure. So there's yeah. some, you know, some additional uh, carryover, I would say, from one yeah. system to the next. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> there's an also occasionally, um, it would, the um, the newer sort of deck of endless NPCs right. has some, some rulesy stuff in it, but a lot of it is just sort of plot stuff, and you can reuse that. For instance, mm-hmm. uh, the deck of many worlds right. definitely is usable. While it has some mechanical stuff in it, like you know alignment <laughs> and whatnot, but um, uh, it'll definitely it's great for producing worlds. And all of the species and 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 planets and whatnot that have been talked about in Starfinder up to now aren't really aren't really going anywhere. Like that, they, they still exist. Like th- th- nothing is getting rewritten from scratch right it's right. not in whole it's not another gap where we start over again it's just like oh no there's going to be planets that you know of and, and species that you know um whether or not they'll have you know you'll be able to play them or get stats for them or you know use them as aliens right away you don't know but it's they're there and you can kind of like get to know this 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 vibrant galaxy of stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well and you, know, you mentioned aliens briefly as you're talking about species even all the aliens in the alien archives, you know, in the in the field test, they showed a couple of critters, yeah. right, yeah. from before. Well, you know what? They're not going to – they're still going to have the same flavor, right? Yeah, going to yeah. have the same basic thing. Just how they operationalize what they can do with the new rule set will have to be updated, just like, you know, yeah. anything else that changes. So, you know, learning – even what all those various critters are in the alien archives still is beneficial, you know, uh, going forward, you know, you recognize it, you kind of know what they do. And, and if you're running your own homebrew, you know, okay, these are the kind of critters I might see in this setting. So yeah. I can bring them in and kind of make sense in you know, this biome or whatever. So. Yeah. yeah. And if they're keeping the sort of second Pathfinder second editions, creature creation sort of rule set, it's actually not that difficult to make a monster in Pathfinder Second Edition, so it probably won't be very difficult to make a Starfinder Second Edition monster either. And you know, coming up, oh, I know the name, and I know it breathes lasers out of its mouth. Great, I can <laughs> I can then throw that together pretty easily. Yeah. yeah. Until until they put out the Alien Core or whatever it is they're going to call it. Right. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, so thinking about the books that are going to come out, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of books for Starfinder now. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to come out with. Uh, Kind of a like a GM core, a player core, and anything yeah. similar. To what they're doing with remastered, I'm assuming. Yeah. I don't I'm assuming know. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so 
all those other books out there, you know, near space mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, looking at, uh, galaxy exploration and, you know, books that talk about broader parts of the setting, all that flavor there is still going to be something that's going to be useful sure. yeah, that 100%. you can build off of. Um, cause even when you look at a lot of those books, yeah, there's some, uh, character attributes and, and features mm-hmm. in all of those books. But almost all of those are all kind of setting material. Right. That is yeah. the ma- stat independent. Yeah. The majority of the, the yeah. that is, is is fully completely uh uh usable still. So you can go on yeah. bypack worlds and still have and in and, and near space and have that information. Uh and granted, whatever's gonna change is gonna change, but it's not gonna be so widespread that it makes the book completely obsolete, right? You're just gonna have to right. be like, oh, this part, or even, yeah, you don't even have to, like, if you want to, if you fall in love with the current Starfinder setting the way it is, just continue to use it if you want to continue right. to go on to second edition and use the the uh, <clears throat> the mechanics. But you can still just sort of, like, not worry about, oh, there's no Zonchilin. It's it's still Zonkakon. Yeah. That's the way I want to have my game. Right. Well, yeah, it's true. As a homebrew, you can yeah. kind of do whatever you want. Yeah, so I think there's, I mean, I think that's a good four and a half, five reasons. Can you think of any yeah. other? You know, strong reasons why? I mean, because it's fun, man. Yeah. Um, it's Starfinder. Um, it's wild and wacky, and it's got all sorts of... <laughs> I mean, people talk about, like, oh, you know, Pathfinder and now Second Edition, I can play a Dampier puppet or whatever. But, like, you know, that's <laughs> that's cool. And also, both Starfinder's got weird aliens as well. You can play a, a walking protoplasm. You can play a jellyfish person. Uh, you can go ahead and... Uh, do a swarm you're a swarm of creatures in one sort of body uh etc 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 there's a lot of sort of fun things to to sort of try out at least to dip your toe into uh uh before any sort of changeover and again if you decide to change over um like pathfinder first edition it still exists you can still get the pdfs there's still uh i'm sure there's still a foundry module or roll 20 modules and stuff like that you can play and use Mm -hmm um for first edition so starfinder first edition is not necessarily going anywhere it's just going to be not not as supported and there'll be people who will support it on like you know drive through and and starfinder infinite and stuff like that and continue to put stuff out you know we've seen people like owen casey stevens still do pathfinder first edition Mm -hmm. stuff uh because there's people who like it you know and and people who are still playing it so um get in now so you have the time to find out which way you want to go when the when the the great schism mm-hmm. comes yeah no i think that i think that's fair i remember when second edition came out it was really tough to see where the community was going to go especially yeah. with the play test because early on with the play test i think character creation was a a bottleneck for a lot of people jumping in right that was, yeah. it was relatively slow cuz the system was a lot different yeah. Um, I think now that's not going to be an issue uh, because a lot of people are used to the system from Pathfinder Second Edition. Right. So whether or not you want to stay or jump, that'll be that'll be more yeah. based upon if you want to or not, rather than oh, that's right. too hard, takes too long to figure it out. I think right. I think you know it's actually going to simplify things. Yeah. You know, kind of along those lines. Even though you know they've made this announcement, we still have sometime next month coming out starfinder enhanced 
Indeed, yeah. Um, yeah. You're getting Starfinder Enhanced. We're still getting Scoured Stars as an Adventure Path. We're still going to get right. Mechageddon as an Adventure Path. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, why not dig into those? Because there's still plenty of content. Oh, that's another sort of reason. It's like there's so much content out there that you can mm-hmm. continue playing at least for two more years. Right. Like, and all the society scenarios are still going to be gonna coming out. Coming, yeah. You know, for the, for the next two years. And if you were to start now, I mean... You know, we're in season six of society play, and it would take a very long time to play six seasons worth of oh, yeah. adventures to go through. And then I think there's nine adventure paths, probably 10 adventure paths now, you know, to play through 10 adventure paths. Yeah. You know, I've been playing for six years, and I've only gotten through seven adventure paths. Well, that's still pretty good. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, um, yeah. But I've, I like, you know, I, I've, been playing in at least two games a week for six years mm-hmm. plus society play there and everything go. else like that yeah I, I like you said i think it's a, a fun game i really enjoy it it's easy to pick up and um it can carry through a lot of different settings mm-hmm. you know you can play a lot of different types of starfinder mm-hmm. um which i think is one of the the really cool things about it you're not limited to one yeah. thing or the other uh, the other thing I'll say is kind of along those lines where I was going with the content is, you know, they just hired another Starfinder developer, uh, Mike uh, oh, yeah. Kimmel, you know, who formerly was on the Pathfinder side. Yeah, he was on the Society Organized Play yeah, side. Yeah, Organized I Play. I, I didn't work with Mike much um, mm-hmm. when I was there. And I think we actually left around the same time and then kind of came back around the same time. Um, but uh, it's great to have someone who sort of knows the knows the company basically and kind of knows how the company works and just sort of it's going to be you know super easy onboarding him i'm sure um and i'm i i can't imagine he didn't like read or play any starfinder before this right <laughs> you know you got a paizo you 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 get in contact with all the games all oh, the yeah. time so oh, yeah. um so you know something uh, so you know it'll be it'll be good it's good i mean it's it's great that yeah i'm that. actually curious to see if things get reorganized a little bit, or if maybe he starts helping with the development of Starfinder organized play for second edition or something, you know, just because of that connection, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I you know? don't know if he's going to be on the organized play side of things, honestly. I think he's just going to be on the Starfinder side of things, but yeah. um, because I know that there are still uh, more, more hiring is taking place for, for organized play and, and, mm the other narrative, the Pathfinder narrative team. Right. Uh, since with Vanessa leaving and all that. Right. So, but it's good. Good to have him on board. Um, yeah. He officially starts tomorrow, Tuesday, he right. said, but he's just going to be picking up his computer and signing sure. paperwork, I guess, because everybody's got to work remote. So he's got to go and yep, yep, yep. get it. You know, I guess he gets it from the warehouse. Like if your shop is completely closed down, where does, where does IT hang out? You know? I mean, they, they were still, the, at the you know it was all this it was still the same building i think uh, okay. we still have that building for now yeah. um it's just that there's it's other it's very empty and kind of spooky um yeah. i'm still picking up my like my my hard copy uh, contributor copies and and then and, and monthly stuff that i get there um yeah. uh, so once a month i'll i get to go in and scoop up a bunch of books yeah 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 it's interesting uh, anyway, I want, I want to shift gears a little bit uh, and talk mm-hmm. about Starfield because oh, yeah. uh, you had mentioned it uh, before, and I've been seeing all kinds of news about it. And I was not, I was not um, 
an early backer, whatever you call it, where you get early you access to it. You didn't buy the premium edition, so you don't have the early access, right? Oh, is that is that the only thing that you, premium you edition has? You had to buy the premium edition. I mean, it's not the only thing it has, but if you buy the premium edition, you got to start playing Thursday, last Thursday. Right, um, right, right. But I have Game Pass, so I I could have spent a little extra, not the full premium edition. I could have spent like a, it was like an upgrade, $30 or something like that to get that early access. But I'm just going to wait till tomorrow or possibly even later tonight. Uh, it's all pre-downloaded <laughs> on my Xbox. It, it depends on yeah. whether or not they do it live at like midnight yeah, Eastern yeah, time, yeah. which will be nine o'clock. Oh, I'll at least get in there and make a character or something like that. But I'm pretty excited because it's you know Bethesda RPG, and I I dig yeah. those. Yeah, I'm 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 concerned. I'm worried. Sure. Because I'm I'm what the kind of person about? when I get a game like this and I start playing it, mm-hmm. I'm like all of a sudden twenty four hours later I'm still at the computer kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. And um, this week is I. You know, it's the end of summer. I have to get back to my oh. fall schedule and start mm-hmm. going to faculty meetings and figuring out stuff. I don't start teaching till the following week, but it's like, okay, oh um, man, I don't know. Should I get into it? Or not? <laughs> I probably will. I probably will get yeah, it. Uh, it's yeah, it's good. You know, it'll be good. It's blowing off for blowing off steam between those things. Yeah. 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 Well, I have to download it through Steam, so I can't blow off steam. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Is it on? <laughs> is it through Steam? Oh, Can I don't you know. I th- it through Steam? I thought it was through Steam, but maybe it's maybe I'm thinking my... Baldur's Gate. Yeah, Baldur's Gate pro- is that. Yeah, I'm probably thinking Baldur's Gate. Um, Starfield is a weird Microsoft exclusive, so it might not be on Steam. Okay. You might have I was to just making it. Yeah. So store. the same reason why I haven't bought Baldur's Gate three though is this. Sure. And, yeah. So it's like, oh man, because I'm hearing such great things now about Starfield. This is my other concern. Hmm. I read the computer spec requirements. Oh. And they're pretty, pretty high. Um, If you want to get 60 frames per second, man, you need a really good graphics card. And my my laptop that I play on, it's two years old. So I have a a RTX 3070, Mm. which I think is only going to get me like 25 to 30 frames for for most of everything um so i'm i'm i i don't know it again this is one of those things not only might i have to spend a lot of time playing i might then have to go and buy a brand new computer (laughs) (laughs) so it ends up being a really expensive download i am I have it on my Xbox, and I know that's sort of I think yeah. capped at 30 frames or so. I'm not a frames yeah. per second kind of guy, honestly. I don't yeah. think I can tell the difference, um, but I don't know. People are like, so you were able to tell. I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to play it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, although I did buy a new com- gaming computer. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, ago. he bought this just for Starfield. <laughs> I bought it for because the other one was too slow, and it's very clunky. But yeah. um, I will. I mean, I've been playing games on it, so I have yeah. plenty of games on that computer. and. For when I, you know, the TV is in in being occupied, I'll I'll still have the, the, uh, the computer. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm pretty excited. So we'll have to compare notes then. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, I'll probably, uh, I'm I have a game scheduled tonight, so I probably I don't think I'll download it today. But tomorrow I'm actually off all day tomorrow still. No good. And I yeah. should be finishing up my syllabi, but it's pretty much done. Sure. So maybe I'll get in eight hours. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. 
yeah. it's good. I'm I'm pretty. I don't know. I, I I've already seen people say, "Oh, it's a Bethesda RPG and it's full of bugs." And I'm like, those. I hardly ever get those personally. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. just get lucked out, and also like that's part of the charm of those kind of games. And I, but other people are like, there's pretty awesome stuff happening, and I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to get in there and and do some space. <laughs> Nonsense. It's getting good reviews, and there's yeah. already people putting out mods for it. So I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But was yeah. so I, I I saw a thing today. It was just like this is the the mod that's going to save Starfield, and it's like play as Ryan Gosling. And that was yeah, yeah. Fun. I saw you can re somebody's reskinning everything. You know, it's like <laughs> okay, okay. I'm gonna pick up so many sandwiches when I get to, when I start playing Starfield. Okay, now I don't know. There's a whole, there's a whole, there's a whole, they were like, this is why you can't get 30, there's jokes about why you can't get 30 frames per second because there's just like sandwiches. Like, oh, you know, like, I don't yeah. know if in Skyrim you could just get cabbage, or fill your room with yeah, cheese yeah. wheels, right? Yeah, in, yeah. In Starfield, it's sandwiches. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. Well, I've seen a lot of how to get legendary gear right away. And then it's like, you have to do this mission, this mission, this mission, talk to this guy about this. And it's like, oh, how do you figure that out? <laughs> well, I mean, those are the people who played it and got yeah, the gear yeah. and then like, how to yeah, yeah. work backwards, probably. Yeah. But like, also, it's always, it always seems to be like when games come out and osmosis of walkthroughs that just occur. Like, yes. uh, secrets get, get revealed. Like, uh, someone found this stuff and immediately puts it out on YouTube. And it's yeah. like, wow, okay, you must have had this game early or something or know someone who knows something. And it's always, it ends up being like eventually a copy of a copy of a copy, but like, well, I know some games, people, when they download the code, then they'll actually go and parse sure. through it and try to see different things. Yeah. So, but I don't know how, I don't know how it works, you know, for, for this. So, but we shall find out for we ourselves. All right. Well, Jason, it's good catching up with you again. Thank you. Yeah. Great. I mean, I, I'll tell you something with this whole, through the whole podcast here. And you didn't mention my new glasses. I got new glasses since last we met. Oh. It's really kind of you gotta I, get in there and look because I'm, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna have to compare between the two. Yeah. There, <sighs> there's less, there's less frame down here, so it's like there. They make me look a little oh. more. Uh, I, uh, I heard mention science. of trifocals. Now I know what they're. <laughs> yes, and I've got, I've got <laughs> progressive lenses because yeah. um, my eyes are failing. Um, well, no, progressive lenses are for like because your eyes. Yeah, uh, uh, the the optometrist was talking to me about it is because your eyes are, can't refocus through the glasses to read. Cause I'm nearsighted and I could normally yeah. like just read close up. Right. But now that my, because now they can't go through the powerful lenses that I have. So I either have to like, you know, gotta read a little bit, like I'll look down right, right, right. and read the stuff and I'm getting used to them. It's been less than a week. I got them like just like last week and uh, I'm still getting a little, every, if I move my head too much down, my peripheral vision down here goes yeah. like a wave and I'm like, Whoa. Okay. Yeah, the last pair of glasses I got, I, I have really narrow frames because my prescription mm -hmm. was so thick. Mm -hmm. And they did the, okay, here's the here's the far one, here's the reading one, and this tiny oh. little band here in the middle is the computer one. And it was oh, like, boy. I had to move my head up and down. The line. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot. It was yeah. a lot. But ever since my eye surgery, I, I don't have anything. So, Great. Uh, you just have to get really old or have early onset of cataracts and you can get new eyes too. Eye surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been great chatting with you again. Uh, yep. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Yeah. Talk to you soon. Yeah. I'm John. And I'm Jason. And this has been Digital Divination. <laughs>